What's going on, aviators? Welcome back to the Aviator Podcast. So today is a bit of a special episode because we're going to be uh, talking with two of our team members. We got Luke. Say hi. Hi. And we got Aaron. Aaron. What's up, guys? Aaron. What's up? I'm serious. It's like, this is me. (laughs) I'm kidding. Face I'm kidding. And there's Aaron. So there's his face reveal, and he's uh, yeah. As you guys are probably all aware, Aaron is like obsessed with Cody. So um, he's Very got yeah. So. He's just kind of flaunting his little OG Cody figure. Okay. Actually, Aaron, Luke, if you don't mind me flex. interrupting, how many Codys do you have? Uh, I can pull up my bin and count. A bin? Want. A bin? He's a bin. <laughs> no, of no, 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 no. <laughs> it's like it's my bin full of like decal figures I have. All right. All right, all right, okay. uh, Luke. Luke, um, show everyone yes. your favorite figure that you or any figure that you're working on right now. Uh, that I'm working on. Yeah. This. Ooh. It's an Aerolite Fox. Oh yeah, OG Fox. I would love to bring those decals back into the store soon, but with updated templates and stuff. <laughs> yeah, this for is me, a, a bit of a pain to decal. <laughs> Aaron, for me, I'm work. Um, OG, um, I mean, we're all doing OG now. <laughs> um, Deed Specialist. Damn. Even has, like, the... I remember those. Yeah, even has the paper cloth, so... Oh my god, back when we used decal paper for cloth, that was terrible. It was It's not even cloth, it's just... Yeah. Paper. <laughs> <laughs> and I when got my... I remember, uh, I have my... That's sick thing my, here. Uh, yeah. This is, uh, paper cloth as well. Um, those are still, like, oh, well. paper-ish, kind of, like... Because I, I didn't really come up with a great cloth design for it, so I'm like, eh, let's just throw on the decal sheet. But anyway, so... Um, How do you attach it? Glue. <laughs> okay. Or sticky tack. Less damaging, yeah, less works. permanent. Okay. It'll still leave some residue sometimes, which bugs me. Yeah, well, you know, you just kind of rub it off. So anyway, um, what I, what we wanted to do in this episode is that uh, right here on my phone, I have the Aviator oh, yeah. Podcast channel, which is part of our Discord server. And we're going to be, um, you know, just asking or like uh, mentioning, not mentioning, responding to some of the questions that people were asking on the channel. And, uh, and then we'll also be working our way into talking a little bit about the Clone Wars because everyone's excited for that coming up in like less than a week. It's like four days. You guys excited? <clears throat> that's insane that's insane i think everybody else has been like rewatching the clone wars like oh yeah i've been doing moments yeah Dude, well, i've uh, been marathoning the whole thing well uh we'll go talk about that in a bit um because i'm sure we have a lot to say about it but for uh, but for now before we forget let's go ahead and answer some of the questions in the aviator podcast uh channel so let's see um so someone was asking what are my, what my thoughts on uh, on the movies or the Clone Wars are. Um, personally, I, I grew up with the Clone Wars. Uh, I actually used to think that Star Wars was like it was for nerds, and I didn't. I I I, I, I hated the idea of Star Wars. I was like, man, Pokemon's where it's at. Nothing wrong with Pokemon, by the way. But um, I I did not want to watch Star Wars. And one of my friends was like, Andrew, just just watch this episode of the Clone Wars. I'm like, what the what the heck is a clone? Okay, sure. And then the first episode I watched was uh, Rookies. So, uh, you know, with Fives and Echo and Heavy. And I, I instantly fell in love. And I grew oh, up yeah. with the Clone Wars. And as much as I like the movies, you can't beat the Clone Wars, in my opinion. What about no, you guys? I agree. I agree. What was your uh, first exposure to Star Wars? Um, I guess I'll go first. Um, so, back in, like, 2007, 08, more like 2007, um... I was into like Thomas and Friends. I was like that trains kid. <laughs> yeah, I love that stuff too. Oh my god! I tried to collect them all when I was younger. Yeah, same. And um, it was until my brother introduced me to Revenge of the Sith. Uh, yeah. I mean, history is there. <laughs> like Revenge of the Sith is my favorite movie. Yo, who's time. that guy with the orange visor that picked up that lightsaber? Oh, huh, I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um. Oh wait, sorry. Yeah. Totally cut you off, Aaron. Keep going. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, Revenge of the Sith, and I started watching the originals and the rest of the prequels, and then Clone Wars, and then it's basically fun time. Mm. <clears throat> Luke, how about you? So, my first exposure was, I was, what was it? I think my family was on, like, a vac- family vacation one week, and my grandparents surprised me with the, like, battle pack on Hoth set, like, the anniversary <sighs> set. Classic. And that's essentially what got me into it. And then, let's see, 
got the movie collection, like all the movies, like the originals and the prequels one year, and I, I got into that, and then all of a sudden we found out about like uh, Cartoon Network, because we don't have cable, we never have had cable, so we've we'll seen a few much. episodes there, <laughs> and then uh, on Netflix, we I got to watch the full, full season, um, how long ago was that? I think I think Netflix, Five years ago, maybe? Netflix finally got their the, like, they got the rights to stream the Clone Wars in like 20, 2013, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Like so some like season one of those six years. came out. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. So it was it was old. Dang, that was a stamp. And on then my I age. remember like <laughs> three times they threatened to take it off, and they finally just kept it on each time. Yeah. And then now Disney Plus has it, and they're like, dang it, we got to take it off permanently this time. Yeah, well, I mean, that was the reason Disney why. Disney Plus is where it's at now. I mean, as yeah, majority of the Star Wars fan base like migrated from Netflix to Disney Plus. Now, of course, there's still some great shows on Netflix, but it's like, I you know, I, I hardly use Netflix now anymore. I'm always on Disney Plus when I want to watch mm-hmm. <coughs> more. Yeah, excuse me, or any of the other shows like that. Yeah, I mean, no, that's talking about the OG Netflix. stuff, I have not seen that. Like, you know, the whole set that was released uh, and sold out. You know, Luke, that that whole series is on YouTube. It's like a two-hour video. Yeah. You should, I gotta watch it. You just gotta sit down oh, and watch it. Was not Dude, you you really it. gotta watch it, man. I mean, that's I'll where Captain Fordo's at. I got the set anyway because I knew it's amazing. <laughs> and that's why people say like Fordo's or not or Rex is just a knockoff of Fordo. First thing, yeah, I, it's I, I true think because Lucas or no, was it George Lucas or was it um, Dave Filoni that said that they literally wanted to consider Fordo, but they wanted to have someone else that's not. I think as that was Filoni. And, yeah. And like I think I think like Rex was supposed to be like a mixture of Alpha and Fordo, but like oh yeah yeah yeah, but more more personable as opposed to like both both of them are very like like cut and dry, just very straight to the point. Rex has a little more emotion to it, and I think mm-hmm. overall that did better for the series. But yeah, I agree. So um, the next question that we have here, um, some uh, so VK thirty seven asks like, how did I plan the future of the company many years ago? I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it was. It was. Um, it was many years ago. I mean, basically up and uh, so I I graduated high school in 2016, and I went into college that same year, and then I went straight to university, and I went there for like one and a half years ish, and then like uh, at the beginning of my second semester, sophomore year, I was like, I I was exposed to this world of entrepreneurship. And I went to this, uh, so I, I was double enrolled in two colleges. I had I had twelve units at one college and eight units at another college, and then I was like, yeah, it's cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna I'm gonna have a nice career, but I never really liked any of the classes that I took. So then I was like, okay, well, don't blame me. <laughs> no, but like like okay, so like don't get me wrong. College is is perfect uh, is a perfect op- uh, like choice and opportunity for everyone, just not for me. <laughs> Uh, I'm a terrible student, and so when I uh, I was exposed to this world of go entrepreneurship, to school, go to school. I would I would definitely re- recommend going to school. But I was exposed to the world of entrepreneurship. And I'm like, now I can't sleep knowing that there's all this opportunity out there. So I was like, okay, well, how am I going to start this business? What am I going to do it around? So they they said start a business that's something you're good at. I'm like, oh, well, I make these Lego things. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to try to make a living off of Lego. So I just made a decision one day. I'm going to drop out of college. And then I spent about two weeks kind of like like deep diving into learning about marketing, about growing your growing a brand, starting like whether you want to be a corporation or a personal business or whether you want to be a sole proprietorship or an LLC, blah, blah, blah. Like, but eventually it got to the point where I was like, okay, well, the most successful person in this industry is Clone Army Customs, in my opinion. I wanted to be just like him. So I was like, okay, what are my steps to get there? So my, my rough plan that I had was like, I'm going to decal figures. I'm going to sell them for a pretty high price and then I'm going to teach people how to uh, how to decal it and then sell a bunch of decals and then the money that I get from that is going to fuel me getting figures printed by another company and the money from that is going to get me a UV printer and then the money from that is going to get me injection molded helmets and the money from that is going to get me pad printed helmets so I was like I'm going to be like CAC eventually um, and you know like two years later fast forward uh, we're at the point where we're about to do uh, injection molded helmets and then pad printed helmets at the end of the year. So we're kind of, but along the way, we developed like this. The, 
we developed the aviator community and then like i picked up the cloniers and then in let's uh, it's you guys and then you know we we branched into doing more than just making money and making products it's you know we're trying to interact with the community give more value uh try to imbue like these um you know like the uh, the the mentality of success as opposed to just like i'm i'm here to buy something you know so yeah it really grew mm-hmm. and um you know i when i started this i did not have the plan of like we're gonna have a podcast and we're gonna have a team and we're gonna have like like this community i had none of that plan so it was um it was kind of cool like watching it develop along the way so um luke you, you joined in like halfway through the journey i'd say and then aaron you were there like at the very beginning of the the, the conception of like the clonier program and everything yeah, I remember when you told me about that. <laughs> so what? Okay, hey, I've was... been around since then. I just haven't been a part of the team. Yeah. So like, what were you, what were some of your like your thought processes like as you were like exposed to the brand and then how you you know I guess worked your way uh, worked your way up in, into the brand. So like my first experience and everything. Yeah. Oh boy, um, it all came around when Republic Scout seven two two was still on the on rest the gram but uh yeah rest in peace <laughs> he's not dead but he's just not no, yeah, yeah. no he's not dead yeah. it's like he did, he's not on instagram anymore yep i became quick friends with him and he's like hey you should try this i'm like okay so i spent about close to 20 bucks on some doom decals worst decision i've ever made in my life don't start best, with doom not the best thing to start with <laughs> no i got one did you mention doom first sheet and then the rest was doom i'm like oh yeah why why, I remember why, that. Why? Well, because they're that. so cool. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I'll do the final first. I'll have enough skill, and I had skill. I just not enough. <laughs> um, and eventually, I just built myself up to where I'm at, where I'm at now. And uh, one day, Andrew's like, "Hey, you ready for the cloning trials?" I'm like, "Wait, hold up, what?" <laughs> and that's that's pretty much what got me here. It's just practice and figures, figures, figures. Yeah, it's basically what it is. <laughs> Aaron, you started as not what you are now. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey, like it throughout the company? Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> that's like a whole like dude. That's a whole okay. episode right there. It's so yeah. funny. To, to, to give us like the, the quick like TLDR, like the run through, like what like like a uh, the abridged version of the Aaron journey. Okay, so um, I got into AV um, early 2018. When I saw OG, you know, well, at the time, well, yeah, actually, not Cody. It was, when, um, when Aaron was... refers to the OG template, he's referring to the, the decal template that I used, like, when I started the company. Um, the ones you know, with no ankle pieces, like, there's just plain white from the knee down. Yeah. So, hey, man. Yeah. Those were the golden age. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me personally. Um, so then I saw, like, Andrew's stuff on Instagram throughout several, well, some people, not several, because this is when, um, like, people were, like, kind of getting the decals, getting the figures, but not really. So it was really kind of rare to see posts about AV back then. So then um, I was like, wow, this is, like, really cool. What really caught my eye about the figures was how, um, like, how they had side decals. Which I never saw with a figure ever. So I was like, so this is pretty cool. Um, <laughs> and then uh, several months later in 2018, um, I got my first AV figure. It was a 327. Uh, I gotta say, that, that was like really cool. I think that's the most common decal sheet you can find nowadays. Mm-mm. Yeah, it is. Mm-mm. I yeah. have like. No, no, no. I have like eight. The, 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 like, by a landslide. The, five, the Realistic Phase 2 501st decal set is the most popular item on my site. Okay. Oh, yeah, for so like, of OG, yeah. <laughs> like the one you can find the most is 327th. I, yeah, yeah, okay, I okay, okay. I, th- I thought you were talking about it in general, because I'm like, oh, no. I think we've sold like literally over a thousand copies of just the 501st decals. Wow. It's crazy. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I know the 501st would buy, buy a landslide. Everyone wants those, those youngling killers. I mean, um, the, <laughs> the boys in blue. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold up. <laughs> hold up. Um, but yeah, so then uh, I contacted, contacted Andrew one time on my personal about how to get a Commander Cody helmet. Because, <laughs> um, you know, I saw, I don't know if you guys remember that post, but it had like a lot of helmets aligned. 
Oh yeah, I don't really remember that? Uh, let's yeah, see that, if I can that pull was... up the photo like somewhere here in the like I think over yeah. here in the. Uh... There's one that, that Bricktail that commissioned. That was one of like, yes. historic moments for me too. I saw that. I'm like, okay, why am I not following this guy? This is amazing. I know, right? Yeah. So then, um, this is around summer 2018, around June, July. I contacted Andrew if I can come over. He was more than welcome about it. Um, yeah, I was like, I'd never met anyone in the com in the Lego the custom Lego community in my life. Like, um, well, aside from when I went to Brick Fair, but like, there was this um, there was, it it was really weird because it was because it was hard to see like um, it it was no one that I was close to me ever interacted with the community. I'm like, oh my god, this guy lives in SoCal. Like, no way. Like, this, this, this is crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, you should yeah. come over. I want to hang out. I never got there. Yeah, so it was crazy. Yeah, so then I went to the AV house. Took like an hour. Um, I arrived. And I gotta say, that was really... It felt like Disneyland. I'm gonna lie. Um, <laughs> That's my living room, dude. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of figures. Like, I mean... This place was like stacked. <laughs> um, I if you, do you still have that post up where you had all those photos, or did you? Look yeah, at I do. It's still it's there. there. Just gotta dig look up. on his profile to see all those photos, all those photos of the figures and everything. Yeah, yeah. I'll, um, I'll see if I can get some photos I like, pulled up over here. Yeah. So then, um, uh, yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, then I went through a second time, and that was my last time for right now. Um. He told me, Andrew mentioned me about the Clone Year program. He was like, oh yeah, I'm just going to have a, a, a team to decal figures from me. I'm like, okay. Putting together a crew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm in. I'm not going to lie, I forgot how I got in. I think um, so. Well, like, we, we got you like kind of like doing decals, but, but before that, you were actually going to be a resin caster for us. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was bad. <laughs> So, like, I was the resin caster for, like, two weeks, three weeks. Um, it was very long-lived. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> obviously, Andrew taught me in the house. Because, you know, that's how you, that's how you gotta learn. And then, um, so after that, um, I went home with my resin. Um, Cody here. Not fully decaled, but, like, the body and the legs. I don't know if you remember that, but... Um, some other stuff. Was, yeah, so then, um, when I started resin casting, my mom got really upset how, like... Messy it is? It is, yeah, basically. It's so then, messy. um... It, it I, only, I only successfully casted, like, two to three P2 helmets <laughs> in one macro. <laughs> hey, I mean, probably so those then, macros are hard to cast. <laughs> yeah, they are. Um, so then... After that, my mom got upset. She threw away all my resin. I was like... There went $30. These macros. <laughs> oh, the, the bulky old, macros. The old ones. I mean, like, they're still... These are the slim. new ones. They're still yeah. slim. super thin. Even my old macros are still slimmer than the other macros in the market. Just the same. Yeah. That's true. So these... I prefer them, honestly. Yeah, same. They're, I think they're based off, like, the action figure, right? They were, the, yes. Most of three? Yeah. yeah. So then, um, yeah, so then I was like, Andrew, like, um, because, you know, I was really hesitant about being a clone here because I wasn't very confident in my, clo like, my decaling skills yet, but it was after, um, I did a 44 second trooper that I was like, okay, like, I think I can do this. It was like that leap of faith where you just gotta, you just gotta risk it, do it. and see what find, yeah. <laughs> so then, um, yeah, and I got a doom, that took like a whole day, <laughs> um, yeah, that, I came to Clone Near. Um, started doing decal figures for the site, for people as well. Um, then I kind of stopped doing that around like early 2019. I became the customer service dude, you know, answer emails, uh, talk to the community more. And uh, yeah, and recently I came back to Clone Near, so I'm doing both. So, I mean, I find pretty well to do. So. If you ever want to message Aaron, Email customer support. No, just kidding. No, support at abfigures.com <laughs> and you can have a chat with Aaron. Uh, you know, Aaron's been doing a phenomenal job being our customer support guy because it was like, um, I went to this event in August of 2019, I want to say. And uh, this this person who I look up to, her name is Julie Stoyan, she had this, uh, this organization chart. And it was like, it was all the roles that you need to fill out in a company. So it was like, 
I, it was like who's the CEO, who's the CMO, CFO, COO, and CFO. like yeah, yeah. So that's the it, long story short. There's like there's so many different roles that need to be filled out in the company, and like she she put this into like this flow chart, and then she's like, all right, now everyone put a box next to these roles, and I'll be back. Okay, so it, everyone was like, make a make a flow chart, and then make these boxes next to your names and write your name in which of these roles you fill. And I filled like literally every role except for the cloniers and like some of that. So I was like, who's your customer service person? Who's your, uh, who's your production manager? Who's your, um, who's your marketing guy and things like that. So I was like, okay, now I need to get to the point where I need to delegate these tasks so that I'm not in every single position. So ever since Aaron has taken over the, the customer service role, um, there's only a couple emails that I need to respond to and then he's responding to all the other emails and uh, keeping on top of everyone's like customer service stuff. So he's been doing a really great job at that. Um, and uh, you know, recently the Cloniers have also been getting involved in like being more interactive with the community. And when we created the Discord server, they're now moderators on the server. So they get to interact with people, answer questions and things like that. And then I'm like sitting over here like, okay, let me just design my decals. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes aside from just like me designing a decal and posting it, you know? So it's, uh, there's a lot there's of a lot uh, more to it it's honestly once you figure it all out it's kind of scary yeah like like I, I i should probably at some point do like a behind the scenes video because there's like yeah it, it, it gets pretty crazy but not to get too off track but basically it's like the team members are they're like they're like the foundation of the company I, like a lot of the what we do would not function without them so thank you luke and thank you aaron who had to whisk away somewhere he'll be back pretty soon um another question on the aviator podcast channel uh uh, was someone was asking to hear a little bit more about the other businesses that I ran because uh, I, I personally feel like your first business is most likely going to fail or you're going to have a lot of problems with it so when you're creating businesses it's, a lot of it is trial and error sometimes the errors don't have to be your own they could be other people's errors like I learned from the mistakes of other entrepreneurs and what not to do but I made my own errors and I failed my own businesses so um, at the beginning, uh, in 2018, when I when I started my entrepreneurial journey, I had already actually gone through one business. We started a family business called Anime Charms, where we resold uh, anime licensed products, and we we did those at trade shows like Anime Expo and other things. That one kind of went under because we were barely breaking even every time, so it was like we just kind of did a liquidation of our stock and then moved on. And then the next business that I did, I started a I started a drop shipping business on eBay. Um, selling fidget spinners and I made like maybe a hundred bucks off of that back when fidget spinners were popular and uh, I stopped that one another business I did was a drop shipping business for watches which I don't have one on right now but we were doing I was doing a drop shipping business for watches with my friend but we didn't have any ad spend budget so we we kind of dropped that one as well and then um, I did a social media marketing agency with my sister and she's kind of taken over that project and she's been doing very well for herself so she's uh she has her own marketing agency now so if you're if you're a business and you're looking to grow go ahead and contact my sister uh, i'll put her contact information in the link down below <laughs> and um aside from that like I, I i tried doing i also tried getting into doing real estate um home flipping and that i i have a lot of the know-how on how to do that but i don't have the time to dedicate to it nor do I have the experience under my belt and, or the rapport to interact with people and properly do negotiations. So I decided I'll, I'll kind of put real estate to the side bit and then I'm focusing only on AV figures. And ever since I kind of decided to stop chasing these other businesses, um, I've been able to double down on AV figures and we've been able to grow a lot. Welcome back, Aaron. Hello, what did I miss? <laughs> oh, someone was asking about uh, the other businesses that I, w that I tried. And th there was a couple other things too, where like I wanted to do, um, th there are more businesses that I want to branch into in the future. I want to start my own coffee brand. I want to start a cafe. <laughs> I want to, <laughs> I know, right? I want to, I want to have a Star Inside Wars. Joke. I know, right? I want to also <clears throat> want us to have a Star Wars themed apparel brand. Um, I have some plan where I, I want to open a prop shop. Uh, you know, so there's like oh, so wow. many different businesses that I want to move into. Not, I'm never going to ditch AV figures, but it's like, these are other avenues that I'd like to explore in the future. When we I just see all those. Nice. Cannot wait. Don't let like... your mom smell the sealant. She's going to kill you. <laughs> no. I, I sprayed like outside. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was a time where I used to seal my. Yeah, that was not. 
Don't spray sealant in your house. It's not Never, fun. ever. S spray outside. It. Last time I did that, I cracked the helmet. Didn't didn't end up good. Mm -mm. Spray outside, kids. So um, I'm gonna I'm only gonna answer one more question for the Aviator podcast, and then we're gonna transition our topic a little bit. <clears throat> so someone was asking um, what the roadmap is looking like for uh, for future AV figures releases. Um, so be, real quick, I'll, I'll just give a basic rundown of kind of what we have planned at the moment. We have we have three sets that are already being put into production. One of them is very close to finishing. The other two are conceptualized, and we just need to start making the products for or the um, the the helmets and stuff and printing the figures for them. Um, we have uh, on February 20th we're going to be launching uh, the 332nd expansion suite for decals we're also going to be launching let me see I have the release schedule pulled up somewhere here uh, what day is it? Oh, it's, it's, it's Monday it's Monday baby um, I don't Ooh. have, the, I don't have the, the release schedule on my computer right now but uh, we, we do have an expansion suite coming up this I think it's Thursday actually now that I think of it, uh, yeah, this Thursday. Um, Enjoy grinding those out. Those are going to be fun. Uh, and for all the people who are going to be decaling them, I know both of you guys are going to be decaling some of them. I want to send you guys uh, some of the, uh, some of these new decals as well. Um, so we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have more decals coming out. We're also gonna have some custom squads uh, decals most uh, most likely, and then maybe do some more printed stuff. But as far as printed figures go. We're probably not going to have any new printed figures until hmm. probably mid March, right? Mid March, yeah, because right now our UV printer got sent into the workshop for repairs, and uh, they they haven't given yeah, me any updates um, yet. But most likely they're going to get that back to me in early March. Then I have to set up a new a new uh, figure printing jig, and then get and then get everything like recalibrated, and then we can start production from there. So. I would say that there's like we're probably not going to get any new stuff restocked until mid March, but in mid to late March we're going to have another wave of printed figures. I'm going to try to so purge troopers are definitely coming back. Um, Yay! We already have the helmets decal for them and the cloth cut for them, thanks to Aaron. So um, that and thanks to our clonier who was not present, uh, Hector, the Wolfpack customs, he did all the helmets. Incredible the job, dude! The that tank. guy that guy busts out helmets so quickly, it's crazy. I love it. The tank. Dude, we call, yeah we call Hector like the like the decal factory or like the helmet factory. He's like, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's no, so crazy. he honestly is. Once it's, he sets his mind to it, it's done. Yeah, like Hector, oh, he works so fast. I love it. And then Luke, you also have been doing a lot of figures from our uh, from our seasonal releases. You you um, have you gone through all of the winter ones yet or not yet? I have three more. I have uh, yes, I have the winter exclusive, the snowtrooper, which most of you guys have seen probably by now. And I have two other ones yet to be released. Why don't you uh, Why don't you go ahead and show uh, show a photo or, or like bring up one of them for the camera? So what Luke has been doing recently is that I've been doing these uh, seasonal decals where like in the winter season I have recolor certain things in a certain color so everything's blue. So this so is one this that... one was just released the one eighty seventh. We just released that one the other day. Three thirty second. That one's a really fun one. That's a, yeah, that's, that's a good design. This BF2 just released. Oh, I like that one. As well. mm. So normally these troopers are all sorts of different colors, but I did a winter recolor in blue, and what Luke has been doing is he's been, he's basically been making all of our recolors as his role as Clonier, and then he's been making photos for them so we can put it on the site. You did all the all the autumn ones, you did all the Halloween yep. one, or the Halloween one, you did the um, the holiday ones, you did the, mm -hmm. uh, and you're doing the winter ones as well. If only I brought my collection out here, I could show everybody, like, the highlights. And actually, like, you know, uh, what what's really cool is that, um, Later down the line, we would like to, like, let's say when it's fall of 2020, I was thinking something that would be cool is to have a printed version of the most popular design of last year. So I'd say Autumn Doom, which was our basically our orange Commander Doom. Oh, yeah. That was no, really that was popular. popular. Mm -hmm. um, our Shadow yeah, Hanukkah Trooper was also pretty. Yeah, the Hanukkah Trooper was good. The Christmas Light Arc Trooper was Controversial. Really good as well. <laughs> Uh, you know, you know, I think I think it was only like two or three people who are actually really like controversial about it, but uh, most people actually yeah. seem to enjoy the design. Um, yeah. But you know, I like twenty five hundred likes on my on my Instagram account right now. Yeah, for the Hanukkah one. Yeah. Yeah, it did pretty well. Easy, dude. I'm trying to I'm gonna try to pull it up real quick. Let's see. Um, 
yeah but so so we're, we we're gonna be doing um we're gonna be doing like different different recolors for all the other things uh and we're gonna we're gonna be slowing our roll for the spring release in spring we're going to have instead of like 10 designs for uh we're actually going to ha bring it down like five so it's going to be kind of like a bi-weekly release so that way uh because we've been getting some comments about people that are saying oh there's too much to keep up with so i'm going to be bringing it from weekly to bi-weekly and uh, we're only going to have five designs the spring recolors are going to be majority green um going to try to incorporate some sort of yellow in there maybe for like saint patrick's day um mm. but yeah for the, the spring I like that. One, for the spring ones we're definitely going to uh, have another custom design uh, and it's funny because like I, I don't think I've I don't think I've made too many custom green troopers, so that this one's gonna be really fun. And aside from that, uh, we have plans for uh, injection molded helmets coming up soon. And someone else on the Aviator podcast channel was requesting some information about that. So, long story short, we're gonna be launching our own Kickstarter, but not through Kickstarter because Kickstarter takes a pretty decent chunk of your funds. Yeah. So um, yeah. basically. Uh, I was like, okay, plastic injected helmets is expensive, but it'll help the entire community because then it fixes our supply problem. We have this huge issue where there's the supply, there's the supply and demand curve. So, um, it's really bad right now. Just so you guys know. Yeah. So like, <laughs> as supply goes up, the demand doesn't. Uh, the, the the demand like and price shift as supply goes up or down. And right now, the demand and price is higher than the supply. Because it's like yep. there's only so much that I can cast. These so, right yeah. super helmets are going for four to five dollars now, and they used to find them for fifty cents. Yeah, so it's like you know the 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 helmets um like oh yeah huh in our community like we've yeah. created a scarcity of of phase two helmets. So um, especially these boys. Yeah, the, oh, the boy, realistic are... the realistic. <laughs> you can find those figures like for three fifty, and now you can find them for twelve plus. Yeah, insane. like we the, insane, the amount of decals that that you know we produce. This these is my boys. decal inventory shelf. The, the the amount of decals that we produce has has gotten to the point where there's like a drought of helmets. So I'm trying. Mm, to I wonder. Cast... I wonder uh, how did that. Uh, I may or may not have cleared out Bricklink of some of, of a lot of the helmets, but anyway, so and I <laughs> may have, not be doing may that have not contributed. But anyway, <laughs> um, you know, like we, we've been, uh, I'm just getting real comfortable in my chair. Sorry. So we've been getting, uh, we we we're having a hard time keeping up with the demand for it. So what I'm going to be doing is releasing my own uh, Phase Two helmet, and uh, we're going to be uh, we're going to be injection molding that. And I had the idea to make it a crowdfunding campaign. So what what basically what it's going to be is that by default. When they're released, they're going to be two dollars a helmet, and they're going to be blank. So, you can uh, you nice. can so it, right now our resin casted helmets go for four dollars a helmet, so it's going to be half the price and, de and definitely more affordable. Uh, and it, and it's very rarely going to go out of stock. So what we're going to do then is uh, I, I'm going to have this crowdfunding thing where if you invest one dollar, you will get one helmet. If you invest wow. five dollars, you will get five helmets. Um, and if you invest ten dollars, you'll get ten helmets, and you'll also get um, decals that go with those helmets. So it's kind of like it's kind of like the more you invest, the more value you get. And when you get to the fifty dollar mark, you'll get a custom printed figure um, with it. So it's, it'll be like an exclusive printed figure that will come only if you invest a fifty or more in the crowdfunding thing. If you do a hundred dollars, you'll get an entire legion of custom decals. Um, uh, so you'll have like I think oh. I'm thinking I'm going oh. for like ten different phase two helmet designs, uh, with you know body decals of course, and you'll also get bodies <laughs> with it. And if you invest one hundred fifty dollars, uh, which I don't know if if anyone actually will, but um, you'll Me. also get like a um, you'll also get a hoodie uh, that'll that'll and it's gonna have like a custom print that basically is going to state that you're you are an investor in the initial um, growth of AV figures because oh, that's even, pretty cool. Even though that we're, even though we've been a company that's been around for like around two years, uh, yeah, we, we're just over two years now. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Almost. But like, I, actually, I'd, yeah. I'd say our cost, our company actually hasn't even started yet, because a, we're still a sole proprietorship, <laughs> and b, um, we don't have plastic injected helmets yet. So when we have plastic injected mm -hmm. helmets, our our supply is going to go through the roof, you know, and we're going to do be able to do all sorts of different products and stuff like that. So. Um, and just to clarify, we're doing both Lego P2 and RP2, right? We are going to be doing like my official phase, or my, not official, like my phase two design first. And eventually down the line, we would like to plastic inject the, uh, like uh, our, our own our own take on the official Lego helmet. It can't be an exact 
copy because that could lead to some copyright issues. Yeah, but um, Lupin did that. And he got away with it. They're in China. That's the problem. I'm here in America. So it was like a lot of the patents, like, like they, they don't apply in China for some reason. They're exempt. But then, in, you know, in America, it's a little different. It's easier to hunt down people like me. So I'm probably, I'm probably going to make some sort of variation, but still make it compatible with decals for the official and our take on it. So uh, mm. we're not going to be doing the official style helmets yet, um, but we will be. We will continue to resin cast official style helmets, but we will be passing injecting my style helmets, and those are going to be available in a lot of quantity. So that is a. Uh, is that is that my prototype? Yes, it's too bright. Yay me. Uh, let's see. see. If I can move my phone. No, I I got one here. So um, let's see if I can kind of like make that focus. No. There we go. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Oh, that's an old uh, prototype. That's not. That's not our new one. Let's see. Didn't I give you them? No, I, I think I, I gave you guys a whole bunch of them. But Luke's got a whole bin of like our, our prototype. This is there. protos mainly. I have other I mean, this... on the wall. So yeah, like basically ours is like a super screen accurate version, but the dimensions are more or less the same as the official helmets. Is this it? I think it is. That's a blue version of our prototype, where you can see the, yes. the details a little more clearly. When did we make yeah. it? I got this with my Black Friday order. Oh, so around there, 2019. When did I make a blue one? I don't know. I got a blue ARF and a red ARF, too. Oh, I, know, I remember making those ones, but I don't remember the blue one. But anyway, um, uh, no, so we're, we're, uh, initially we were going to launch this in mid-February, but then the printer broke down. Because I want to make sure that whoever invests the $50 into, into the crowdfunding campaign will get their printed figure before the helmets are done. So um, I'm basically waiting for the printer to come back, and it looks like the, the, the plastic injected helmet is... Oh, oh, his phone fell. Uh, it looks like the plastic injected helmet project is going to come in like March. Uh, I would say mid to late March, and that's when I'll have all the figures done, and that's when we can start to get these helmets underway. And then, as soon as the helmets are fully funded, um, or or until the crowdfunding period ends, I'll fund the difference of whatever wasn't made, and um, we'll be able to get those helmets uh, produced by. Um, is that on the official one or on the prototype? Official. This okay. is so clean. But yeah, so um, when. I think that these these helmets are going to go into production in April, and then probably by August or September we can start to pad print on them. Um, and that's mm -hmm. like at earliest. I honestly anticipate that the pad printing won't happen until like late December, but we'll have to see. But anyway, so we we will have a lot of um, plastic injected helmets available soon, and that crowdfunding project is is going to come as soon as the printer is fixed, basically. Yay. <laughs> um, we are also considering buying a new printer because this printer has a lot of issues. So it really just depends on where funds are by summer, and and we'll kind of go from there. But uh, you know that's that's pretty much our roadmap for for releases and things like that. Uh, so expect the crowdfunding to hit sometime in March. Expect a restock of printed figures in March and some new ones. And then in April uh, we have a we have a set coming out, and so do we. We also have one in May and another one in June. So, and I think the, the, the May one is going to be a very big set, so save your wallets. So that, that one's going to be, I think, a target price point of around $300, similar to our Umbar and Starfighter, but it's going to be cooler. Yay, wallet. <laughs> it's like an so. onion every time I open it up. It makes me cry. Because it has layers? <laughs> no, because it has no uh, Why are you buying this much stuff? <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> I, my, I had to call my credit card company because they kept on declining all my like orders. I'm like, why? Why? It's like, these are my purchases, like, oh, I promise. You, you, you've been uh, <laughs> purchasing too much. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, man, dude. Reasonable. That is fair. Yeah. All right, so... Straight up. So th that pretty much. much answers most of the questions that we have on the on the channel. And I, I don't want to talk too much about, like like the 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 future cuz i think a lot of our focus right now is this week what's happening on friday guys oh clone wars season 7 baby all right so what are you most excited about for the clone wars season 7 what what like what story arc or what person okay. or, i don't know uh, go for okay. it mainly the the siege on mandalore mm -hmm. mainly yeah. because it takes place during revenge of the sith i'm really curious on what's gonna happen 
and I feel like we're gonna get events after Order 66. Something that, like, I hoped that Rebels, something that our Rebels could have gone to, but they didn't. So, you know, we were stuck on Lothal for one season. <laughs> I know. You know, um, I, I, I'm, I have to agree with you. Siege of Mandalore is the thing I'm looking forward to the most because I, I watched the unfinished episodes for the Bad Batch, so I feel like I've already gotten to see that. And of course, there's go they're gonna like change it yeah. a little bit and remaster it. But I'm like, I don't know anything about the Siege of Mandalore. Yeah, me either. Gonna say the same thing. Yeah, I want to see how Ahsoka fakes her death, uh, and and you know how Rex gets his inhibitor chip taken out. Um, you know, like all all these things. It's gonna. He's be... probably just gonna grab a knife, just yank it out. You know, <laughs> just yoink that Blood inhibitor chip. Oh, yeah, man. it's for like Rex. You know, you know, the, the I think that like the individual scene that I'm looking forward to the most is Echo asking about fives. You know it's gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> probably. That's gonna that, be really yeah, sad. Right. Dude, it's gonna it's, it's gonna tug at my heartstrings so hard. Like, uh, I'm actually thinking like so up here. I have my helmet shelf, and uh, there's my my fives helmet, and I'm thinking like maybe this one I should turn into an echo helmet. I don't know, like an animated phase two style. Even though he didn't really have a phase two helmet, but yeah, I'm, I'm ugh, that scene's gonna it's gonna break my heart. I mean, if they do that. If they do that, Actually, I mean, they have to, like, okay, like, that's, like, the one expectation that I have. I don't like going into movies or shows expecting something to happen, because then, yeah, if it doesn't happen, same. if it doesn't happen, then you get your hopes let down, and that's why people hate the sequels, because they expected something when it wasn't. But, like, the one thing I do actually expect is for Echo to ask about fives, and that's it. Mm, I remember seeing the Bad Batch art. I wonder what's going to happen to Echo after Order 66. He, yeah, because we don't. He probably goes through with it. I don't know. Like, Dang. shoot. I actually didn't I'm think like, too hard now. Do you think the Bad Batch would follow Order sixty six? Yeah, for sure. I yeah, would say no I don't think they have inhibitor chips. Because like there was um they because they, they're modified. They, I don't think that they would have the chips in them. Because it it was I don't know if it's canon anymore, but like it was previous canon or I guess maybe Legends now that uh there were commando squads that didn't obey it. Because they yeah. had developed so much independency in their training. And compassion for the Jedi, yeah. too. Yeah, because yeah. it's like, you know, like like Commander Bly and Commander Bakara, like, they, they had, like, some, some accounts for, for, for like, they what their like thoughts were. They didn't like their Jedi very much. No, like, Bly had respect for Isla. Bakara felt betrayed. And so Bakara did not, uh, like, he's, I think there was, like, some sort of monologue where it was, like, I was surprised, but I would, but I didn't question it. And then he and he shot down Kiari Mundi, but then like for for Bly, they oh he oh sorry go no, they they basically overkilled Isla Sakura because they didn't want her to suffer. So they're like yeah. as fast as possible because they they had respect for her, but not enough yeah. to spare her. <laughs> um, yeah. But you know, like, like there, there were, there were some things where, like, a commando squads because they're so independent, they didn't go through with Order sixty six. Maybe some arc troopers too. But then, like, I, I don't know. I would make the bad like, assumption is... that I would say commandos and like the bad batch don't have inhibitor chips. Either that, or they have super the highly to... trained and everything. Yeah, because they're de de they're genetically modified, and that might yeah. override the bio the biological code of the inhibitor chips. Yeah, I would say that possibly their their engineering and everything in them would possibly maybe control that or whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, I, you know there was like they that, almost seem like contractors, like bounty hunters almost. Yeah, but like clones clone bounty yeah. yeah yeah it's kind of like all right what mission are we going on next there's like it, that's, it, that's they have that whole special forces vibe it's pretty cool mm -hmm. but you know to uh commemorate 99 what so what do you think is going to happen like who who do you think we're going to see on the siege of mandalore in terms of like important characters i know this for a fact we're going to see Bacara, you think bihar is going to be on siege of mandalore no but he was in the hologram meeting yeah, he's in the he's in the hologram oh mailman's here um, you know, so he's a he was in the hologram, but I think that was when they were planning like Maguito because they were they they that battle on the so bridge beautiful. that you saw in the trailer with the yeah. um you know with the tri droids and and stuff like that that was Maguito I think um, yeah oh yeah you're right so that and I think that's why we're gonna have Blind Bakara as part of the uh, as part of the, the season seven because they're gonna be branching into Revenge of the Sith and then I want to see events. if they like the end with. Uh, an episode that just says it is time. Execute Order 66 and then a black screen. 
You know, no. I don't wonder if they're going to do that. I, I would um, not. They, they might end an episode like that, but they definitely wouldn't end the series like that. Because Siege no. of Mandalore takes place during Order 66. So it's like, we yeah. have to, there has to be some sort of aftermath where maybe like the clones turn against the Jedi or something. If you, if you saw the Ahsoka beginning of the trailer, if you see the beginning of the trailer, you saw an Imperial Star Destroyer. So they're, they're obviously going to go far ahead. Yeah. Wait, 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 we did? Oh, I missed that. Yeah, there, <laughs> there was. I remember that. I it's like it. they did in uh, Revenge of the Sith. They brought one of those in. Yeah, that was cool. Or like they had the gray Venators, like they took off the, the, the red painting and everything too. Yeah. I think I, I would. Do you think we're gonna see any of Vader in mm, the Clone? It's Wars? possible for like a brief There's second, a possibility though. Possibility to it, but maybe. I wouldn't give it a high chance. I maybe give it thirty, forty percent. Uh, I'd say that's actually pretty significant, like Disney. I I think it'd be a ten. I would give it a ten percent chance that we'd see a Vader thing. But it's like you know, I, I know, know. I know the events bleed into Episode Three. I don't. I'm know curious if, they if they'd have like it. you know in the. You know the the father, the daughter, and the brother. Mm-hmm. Like, or no, the son. I think that's how it goes. Oh yeah, yeah. But like, they had like the flashback and everything of him being Vader. I, I imagine they would bring some sort, some sort of like appearance of Vader somehow. Yeah, and, and you know something that I also think would be really cool is like seeing a Clone Wars animated Vader because we saw the Rebels animated yeah. one. I personally think that one looked a little kooky, but yeah. um, that you know there there could be like a really cool like Clone Wars style one that would be a. Uh, that would be a cool figure to make, or like a cool helmet to design, a Clone Wars style Vader. Oh yeah, that would be pretty cool. But, but speaking of the brother, I was actually having a, or, or sorry, the son and the the you know the ones. I was having a conversation. I watched that epi- the episode arc. It's, yeah, it's crazy. The day before. Like I was, okay. So you haven't played Fallen Order all the way through yet, right? Not I have. yet, but I might be getting close. I cannot beat the second sister on this one. Mm-hmm. Just put the difficulty on easy for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, uh, I might do that. I literally struggled for three hours trying to get through it. I'm like, okay, I understand trying to like trying to just get past this, but this is being a little overkill. You know, um, something that it I sucks. so so yeah, at, at the point that you're at, you're you're pretty you're pretty close to finishing. I'd say I'm not going to give you any spoilers, yeah. but I will say I was expecting to see, or I I wouldn't have been surprised to see reference to the ones. When you're exploring Zepho, you know, in, mm-hmm. in Fallen Order, yeah. but yeah. I, but we didn't see that, um, and I was like, I, I was somewhat disappointed, but at the same time, like, you know, it's whatever, because they they had all these other things that they brought in from the Clone Wars, like Dathomir and things like that. It was super cool. Um, I was glad they brought in that into it. I'm like, I know, dang, I like this, dude. Like, but that world's impossible to get past. Oh. Uh, I, it, you know, my my, my friend Julian, uh, he asked me if I if I would rather live on Kashyyyk or Dathomir. And I was like, oh, oh, I'd boy. rather live on. I'd rather live on Kashyyyk because Dathomir's scary. But then, like, when I saw the giant like spiders, when I saw the giant spiders on Kashyyyk, and I hate spiders, were like, oh, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm better off on Dathomir. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like zombies won't trap you in a web. Spiders will. But you know, maybe. But like you know, we got we got reference to the ones in the Clone Wars. Obviously, we got reference to them in and uh, Rebels too. In Rebels. And uh, there was like yeah, was cool. there were books that were written on Abeloth, which was basically the mother. Oh she, yeah, the mother of the force. She's, I want to She was crazy. There's like nine books about her. Abeloth is freaky. Um, but you know, I, I was don't Google an image of her. Trust me, guys, you'll regret it. You have nightmares. Dude, yeah, Abeloth is straight up nightmare fuel. But um, I was surprised that we didn't get any reference to the ones in, in Fallen Order. You know, like. Yeah. Um, but so I'm actually curious to see if there will be more development on that, or um, or maybe like they will have a, a branch off series for it because you know how they they talked about having a um, a series a, a Star Wars like trilogy completely outside of the Skywalker timeline. So I'm wondering like what if they have a series that that'll kind of branch into the ones and more of like the wills, you know, the like those the whimsical part of the Force that no one really knows too much about. I'd love that. Same. That'd be pretty cool. Um, you know, Old Republic, you know? Yeah, I mean, they confirmed Old Republic's coming back in some capacity. I'm excited for that. Um, speaking yeah. of Old Republic, we're... I totally forgot to mention, we're... I don't have the helmet here, but we're definitely going to be doing Old Republic figures at some point. Um, hey, I have an Old Republic figure right here. He's been a mistake fig. I'm thinking about changing it back. Yeah, like, you know, the, the CAC Sun Visor, like the new, the red one? 
That one goes super good. Oh, I painted good. this one. <laughs> yeah, but like the, you know, the, the the new CAC Phase One Sun Visor goes perfectly on area light helmets, and I personally like the area light helmet more than the CAC helmet. So, you know, when we're gonna do older public troopers with printed area light helmets, but the CAC Sun Visor and then UV printed AV figures bodies, and I think it's gonna be like oh, that'd be hot. The ultimate collaboration of the top of like the big like custom clone brands. That'd be so cool. I'm I'm excited for it, but then uh, I'd be also... excited. This go ahead. I was, uh, you know, you pointed out in the trailer, um, was it the first teaser trailer that we saw a armor of a uh, Mandalorian that looked almost like Sabine. I'd be curious, and I wouldn't say it like there's a low chance to see, but I wonder if it's like the person that handed down the armor to Sabine. Yeah, because like she mentioned that the armor was not hers originally, but she it was yeah, her mother's. Hers. So it's like it maybe, maybe that was Ursa Ren, like you know, fighting fighting yeah. alongside, you know, that, like I don't want to get I don't want to expect that, but that would be really interesting because like it, it was only like a blob that we saw, but it looked like mm -hmm. a Mandalorian with a pink ass helmet, and like you know, so I'm like yeah. that could be Sabine or her yeah. armor or something, and you know they because we're gonna be on Mandalore, we're gonna have Bo-Katan and, and like everything like that. I I really want to see. I'm excited to see Baby her Yoda. character like expand because we've just seen her silent before and kind of not say much. Mm -hmm. All right, so, boys. I just finished this custom. Which one did you make? It's the specialist. The, yeah, not it's. How it's many really do you clean. have now? Yeah, how I many mean, do you have. You have just, like three of those. No, I only have two. Dude, I this, have. This is like really clean. <laughs> it's this funny because is... like I, I like to tell my team they, they you guys have bigger AV collections than I do. Like, I, I don't even yeah. have a big one. Because it's like, I have the decals, I don't have, I, hard, I hardly have any of the figures. And actually, majority oh boy, of the decal day. figures that I used to have, Aaron bought them from me. Dang. <laughs> I think my entire decal figure collection is this box right here. And they don't have heads because I, I shipped out the heads for other people's orders. And I'm like, oh, wait, I'll, are I'll those... get heads for them later. Wait, are those decal? Most of them wait, are decal. You have the autumn. You have the autumn. Oh, yeah. Figures. I have a. Uh... What's Send me called? a screenshot of those. No, you may not. I'm really curious. You, you what they bought look... all my other ones. These are mine. <laughs> no, I'm just um, curious what they look like. I have a shelf back here. Uh, this is kind of like our storage shelf, but right on top of it is my collection space. And I haven't set up all the figures there, but your autumn figures that you decal are there, Luke. The holiday figures that I commissioned Hector to make for me are going to be up there. And... Um, when you guys uh, when you guys finish up all the AB Legion decals, there's also going to be up there as well. Um, by the way, uh, I never got an assignment for that. Yeah, that, that's so. So um, I'll talk to you a little bit about that after this call. But okay. basically, um, all, all the cloniers are working on some part of the AB Legion, so that so it'll be really cool. Um, but aside from that, you know, like in, back to the Clone Wars topic, um, they so they're only doing like twelve episodes for it. I'm okay. That doesn't seem right. I seem. I feel like we're gonna see Bad Batch, and then Ahsoka arc, and then what was the other arc that w we saw? Siege of Mandalore. Oh, well, the Ahsoka. Oh, the. Uh, Wasn't that like, like a Saj? No, I had like a Saj Ventress, um, Quinn Voss, oh, and Dooku. Oh, Darkest I doubt they'll bring yeah. back. You know, I no, gotta they, say, I'm they're I'd, not. But... I'd be totally okay if they didn't do it. <laughs> I read it's in the book. book. It almost yeah. made me books, cry. Right? Like it gave emotion to Saj I'd never saw before. Dude, yeah. have you ever read the book? It's Duke. The book is literally called Dooku. It's about Dooku's upbringing and everything. Oh, uh, Dooku Jedi Lost. Yeah, like I that. Yeah. Not yet. I, I listened to the audiobook on Audible. It was really cool. But like Ventress is just a tragic character. I think Ventress she and is. Maul were just like pawns that dedicated their lives to to the plan. And then they just got totally fucked over by their masters. It's so sad. Yeah. Really is. I like, really love used... Maul's character. Like of all the characters in all Star Wars, Maul and Thrawn are some of my like tops. Yeah. Have you and read the, so the Thrawn audiobooks? And... I've read the first one. I haven't read the other two yet. They're, yeah, they're so good. Pretty. And and they're coming out with another trilogy for Thrawn. Um, good lord. When am I gonna read those? I mean, I, I can give you access to my Audible account. and You can listen to them at any time. They're well, I think uh, Hector gave me gave me one of them to read through, and I just have not had the time yet. Like I'm telling you, dude, if you listen to audiobooks while you're decaling, it's so nice. Like like you're in this star. It's like you're watching a Star Wars movie while working on Star Wars customs. It's like it's actually really fun. Um, I used to yeah. do that. I used to do that with um when I decal. I do that when I'm printing figures a lot. 
So I, I've gone through all three of the Thrawn books. I've gone through Plagueis and Dooku and Tarkin. And, uh, oh, I, think... I really want to read Plagueis. I've read, the Plagueis I've heard a lot good. about it. I just need to read through it and read all the detail. Dude, you, you usually... Literally... Uh... Oh, good. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, usually when I'm decaling, I listen to uh, the Bricks and Pits podcast, which you guys should listen to as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, they just talk about interesting Lego topics. That's what gets me through, usually. Yeah, you know, like, whatever whatever really helps get gets the creative juices flowing and stuff like that. Like, excuse me, anything works. So whether it be music, whether it be um, audiobooks, whether it be podcast, or a mixture of anything. Sorry, I'm kind of bloated right now. I keep burping. <laughs> but yeah, you know, um, I, I have to say, uh, Thrawn, definitely, we're, we're definitely going to get information about Thrawn after Rebels uh, with the next trilogy. Oh yeah, trilogy. for sure. And uh, I'm I'm wondering, uh, it, you guys heard that they might be making a sequel for Rebels, right? Yeah, I didn't. Know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I'm not opposed to it because they let. Did you guys watch Rebels all the way through? I did. Yeah. So so mild spoilers for anyone who didn't. Um, turn back now if you if you haven't watched it. Um, you know they not they clear, end, not clear, not clear. <laughs> they ended the series with um, with Sabine and Ahsoka looking for Ezra like they said like they're gonna go on this mission to look for Ezra so they uh Dave Filoni has also said that she, that he's he's developed an, like kind of an attachment to the characters he's created Sabine Ezra you know and he expanded on Thrawn and he loves you know the, the Ahsoka character so like I wouldn't be surprised to see an animated series based around Sabine and Ahsoka looking for Ezra maybe even incorporating the ghosts and stuff like that and Hera and uh and uh what's his face Zeb I'd honestly really like to see what they do with Thrawn and Ezra to see what happens because they'll yeah, have to they are together. together I, I do want to say that uh, without too many spoilers for the Thrawn book I have a theory uh, and I don't uh, it's like a theory but I, I, I'm not going to be upset if it doesn't go through that um, Ezra and Thrawn are going to have to team up against the Grisks which is which are like an extra galactic force uh, they're like people or they're they're a uh, they're a species of in, they're an invasive species that that are coming from outside the galaxy and have been like kind of probing the galaxy and trying to invade it. So, I feel like oh, kind of like the Yuuzhan Vong. Yeah, it, the Grisks are basically the new canon for Yuuzhan Vong, and they and the Grisks and their involvement have been delineated upon in the Thrawn, uh, the new Thrawn trilogy. So. We, we we may or may not see some of that, but I feel like there there's definitely a good dynamic that could go on, because Thrawn comes from outside the galaxy. He comes from a, a species called the Chiss, and um, they they are they are the Chiss are at war with the Grisks, but they're like from outside the galaxy, and they're kind of bringing the war into the galaxy a little bit. So uh, it'd be really interesting to see Ezra working with the Chiss. Or you know some sort of like begrudging work together thing when Thrawn is no longer working for the Empire, you know. I mean, he has to. Because <laughs> like, uh, at he's the, gonna survive. At the end, he served the em- Emperor well, and the Emperor respects <clears throat> that he has to go back now. Like, I don't feel like there'll be strong consequences if he comes back before the Empire is gone. Like he, un- like the Emperor really understands what's going on. He's not like that for other characters, but that kind of makes me respect him just a little bit more the emperor yeah i mean yeah. you don't you, you, you just see him be a, a, a big just I, I i don't know how to describe him he's just not nice anybody else well no but so for Anakin. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> um it's funny because like, like all the emperor like whenever the emperor's like at his moment of triumph he's always like look through this window and watch as your friends get destroyed he did it in episode six he did it in episode nine <laughs> and then no. And then you know it's like, but the emperor's like, yeah, yeah, he he actually has the ability to be understanding, and it's crazy because you see that a lot yeah. in in Thrawn. You don't see, you don't see that much besides th- with Thrawn. Because yeah, you know, Thrawn Thrawn if if anything it, like when when it, when it describes a lot in the second book in Thrawn, I'm not gonna d- d- uh, spoil too much, but Thrawn and the emperor interact more, and you get to see how that relationship is built a little bit more. So I thought that. I think that Thrawn is a, is a, is an incredible character that definitely deserves his own series or his own uh, I'd movie, agree. you know, or, or some sort comic of comic series too. 
I'd I love know. to see like a side movie like what Rogue One got and Solo got just to see what they bring. Also from all, like if they do Dude, a solo two, I'd really love for them to. But I was, like those I, are I, two of my most respected characters. You know, uh there there has to be so so okay, if you remember um in Rebels, like Thrawn or not Thrawn, uh, Maul was like thrilled when he found out that Kenobi was still alive. He was pissed, yeah. but he was also thrilled. He's like, Yes, I get to kill him. But it's like from last we know the, from, the, from the last thing we know, like the only interaction that Maul had with Kenobi was it's Mandalore. No, I don't think he was even Mandalore because he said I was expecting Kenobi, you know. So it was like basically the last interaction that Maul had was when uh, was when uh, you know he killed Satine. Yeah, that's what I meant. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you wanted the Siege of Mandalore, like the season seven. So, so he killed no. Satine, and like Obi Wan, like you know, they, of course, like like. The emperor came and like handed Maul's ass, and then yeah, basically. And then there was a comic series where Maul was imprisoned, and the emperor let him escape so that they could kill Mother Talzin. But then we don't know what happened to Maul after that. We also don't know what happened. Um, we don't. We also don't know what happened with uh, what's this? What's this called? I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, we don't know if he ever interacts with Kenobi again. So I'm thinking in the Kenobi series. If they were to have some sort of face-off where Maul thinks Kenobi is dead, you know, and that explains why he's so surprised in Rebels, that would be super cool to see. Yeah. And I think Ray Park would still be perfect to play as Maul because they did the motion capture yeah. for Ray Park for um for the new Clone Wars series. Um, but you know, I, I think that having Owen McGregor face off with Ray Park again would be super. Oh yeah, super that that would be really legendary. That'd be pretty cool. But yeah, so um, I'd love to see new clone designs in the Clone Wars. Like we'll see new... at least we've gone some so far. We'll see at least one. There, it's uh, the the ninety first Anaxes trooper. We have the uh, we have that that new five hundred first three thirty second commander. We have yeah, um, he looks like Cody. We have it's Bad cool. Batch and the experimental Echo armor, which like we saw a, vi a like a like a side profile for the helmet and the upper body and it, it looks like the upper body is going to match the concept art but the side profile of the helmet we saw that but we have else. never seen the helmet before we've seen some people come with concept art for it but we've never seen lucas yeah. come with the helmet for it and there was one like blurry ass photo of the uh of like the uh, unfinished episodes where he had like like bad batch style armor but you could not make out any of the details on that yeah so yeah because it wasn't fully rendered yeah but like so we're probably going to get some sort of echo armor that would be really cool um yeah, we have new Who is the three thirty second like probably first guy that everybody has a nickname for? Dave, like the, yeah, the commander Dave, one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, everyone was thinking that it's Cody because it has the same markings. You know, but it's, it's not, not Cody. It's not Cody, dude. Yeah, because like Siege of Mandalore By takes the... place during Order sixty six, and we all know where Cody is during Order sixty six. Yeah, he's in Utah. Yeah. Like, yeah, so come on, it has to be some right. some new character, <laughs> and that'll be cool. But like. Aside from that, well, we get Bly and Bakara, but they're not like new designs. Yeah. But you know, I I think that I think that will. They might have new little details or something we've never seen before. No yeah. Lucasfilm. They might add something here and there. I would love for them. I would love to see Gree in phase, animated phase two. Um, yeah. Because we, see I don't know, we saw him in Rebels. I don't know. We saw his helmet in Rebels. Yeah, we did. We did. And that what was about the cool. droid attack on the Wookiees? <laughs> <laughs> so um. You know, I, well, well, we already saw Neo. What? What? Other, we we haven't seen Devis. We have not seen mm -hmm. uh, three twenty seventh troopers. Where did we find out about Devis? Was it a comic strip? Uh, or... It was in a Revenge of the Sith dictionary. Yeah, it was like kind of oh, like okay. the, the like the visual guide or something like that. Yeah. But yeah. So anyway, I think we're actually coming up on our on our hour mark here. So I think we got we, we should be wrapping up pretty soon. Um. I guess. Do you have you guys have any final thoughts that you want to say? Like what you're looking forward to in the Clone Wars, things like that. Um, in terms of season seven, I wish there was more episodes, but you know, it's one last time after like seven years, so I'm really Why excited. Bring future. back another few episodes or something from it. Just wouldn't be opposed to that. Like wouldn't Disney. be opposed. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be against better. either. But Disney would probably be like, you know what? Everybody loves it. Let's milk it. You know, because that's like what they've I done. I would not be opposed. Else. Yeah. Dave Filoni does a great job, and um, I'd love to see him and Favreau in the future join up and do something else again on top of the Mandalorian. Clone Wars, a Star Wars story. 
<laughs> imagine okay, hold on. Imagine a live action Clone Wars movie where Hayden and Ewan and Tamar Morrison mainly Hayden and Emma McGregor came out. I would cry. If they like, um if they need cool. any actors, uh <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, they they would probably CG it. But um yeah. that'll be really nice, honestly. Because you cannot run in clone armor. Oh. I know. Not in realistic I can't armor. Wait to fi- finally fully assemble my armor i still need to ship you the the, the final bits yeah. like they're 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 here over there i haven't touched my armor since when we first bought them from you so it's all right i haven't needed them but yeah all right so just remember I'm... oh just remember okay. viewers ogs are better than what is now no it's good it's no. gonna it's gonna <laughs> no garbage Look at the no, 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 no. ew. ew. Didn't no, have... this this is all realistic. They, that on. one doesn't even have cut lines. Come on, bro. <laughs> I prefer no cut lines. There's no stress about. Well, let's yeah, be, but let's, let's be logical the, here. For a lot of the newer decalers, though, they need it. But anyway, so we're gonna go <laughs> ahead and call it there. Thank you guys for tuning in to our to our little discussion here. Uh, let us know what you are looking forward to in the Clone Wars and what you're looking forward to in future AV releases and what you would like to see on the podcast next time. So wait, they can't we'll... comment. Look can't comment the Discord, on the... send us messages yeah. there. You can, can comment on, on... Not on YouTube, because of the oh. Copa thing. Oh. <laughs> Alright, comment on our Discord channel. Links to our Discord channel is going to be in the description below. Go ahead and interact with us on the Aviator Podcast uh, channel no and on the Aviator cause server. Because kids, you know, the whole YouTube thing now. I dropped a couple F-bombs, so like, do you think, do you think uh, it's I'm... still for kids? I don't know. <laughs> That's why they have a YouTube Kids app. I mean, boy. <laughs> Alright, well... You know, laws yeah. are laws. But anyway, so you guys can always get a hold of us. You can you can email Aaron at support at avfigures.com. You or can, just DM me. Or DM him. You can you can also DM Luke at venom.777. Yeah, uh, four yep. sevens in a row. And then I'm, I'm avfigures on Instagram. I'm also, uh, you can hit me up on, on Discord. And uh, yeah, so we, we'll just go ahead and call it there. All right, you guys. Yep. See you guys later. Catch you guys later. See ya. See ya.